0: Okay, here we go. The midnight edition of the Dafyami. So that's the beauty of, of Dafyami. Every day you have to be learning. Here we go. We are up to Dafkuf Chavda'al. The Mishnah says, Kolak Kalim. So we are about 12 lines in the Mishnah. So the Mishnah is continuing the theme of Halachis of Moksa. So the Mishnah says, Kol HaKalim, which literally means all Kalim, all types of you know pots and pans, all Kalim, Nitalim L'tzarech, could be moved L'tzarech. We don't know what this means yet. V'sh'oleh whether I need it or I don't need it. We'll see in the Gemara. Rabbi Nechem Ya'oymer, Ein Nitalin Ele It could only be moved L'tzarech. So the Gemara is going to ask right away, What's called letzarich? What's called not letzarich? What's the machlekas? What's the dispute between the Tanakama that says they can always be moved letzarich leletzarich and Rabbi Nechemya who says any Talan el L'Zarich. So my letzarich, my shleletzarich. Amar Raba Raba says letzarich, and the Tanakama says it's mutter to move a letzarich. That means davar to We're talking about something that could be used leheter, which will will give the an example which will be a chair. So a chair could be used leheter, which means its typical use is to sit on, which is allowed on Shabbos. So that's. Called what would be a What would be a keli shemalach to So that would probably be a hammer, which the typical use would be iser to build to knock in a nail, a screw. So what is letzarech? My shleletzarech. I'm a means davar shemalach to leheter. That's something that's shemalach which is a chair. I'm allowed to move it. Letzarech gufai. I am allowed to move it if I need the chair. I want to sit on the chair. I want to stand on the chair. That is fine. Now, when the Mishnah says, is also mutter. not only is it mutter, even so what does that mean? The same example. I have a chair and the chair is in the way. I want to daven here. I want to move the chair out of the way. Halach is I'm allowed to move it even if I'm not actually using it. So we're calling it and it's still mutter. However, Shimalach to What about something that's a hammer that the typical malacha is leisir? So then the Tanakham would hold that no, letzarek and you could use it only letzarek gufoy. I need the hammer to crack open a nut. I want to use the physical aspect of the hammer to prop open a window to hammer, uh, you know, to, to open a nut. However, letzarech mekame if it's on my couch and I want to move it. No, I cannot do that light. It will be sir So what's the opinion of Rabbi Nechemia? Of Asur, Rabbi Nechemi even something like a chair. You could move it, if I want to sit on the chair. If the chair is in the way, according to Rabbi Nechemia, there is no heter to move even something that's a chair, uh, something else, that you know, a, a toy. You cannot move that unless you're actually using it. To move it because it's in the way, that is prohibited according to Rabbi Nechemia. What about the Tanakhama? The Tanakama would say, a Dava Shemlach could be moved, LeTzarech Gufoy, and you could move it L'Tzarech Mekamai as well. But a Dava that is only allowed LeTzarech Gufoy. So I'm going to lay a Rava. Rava does not like this, Opinion of Rabbah. I'm only says, hold on a second. Litzarich Mukimai. When you read the Mishnah, the Mishnah says, call a Kalim Litam Litzarich, all Kalim can be moved Litzirch, and Shiloh Litzarak. So Rabbah said Lutzarh meant Litzarh Gufoy. Shlala Tarh meant Litzarh Makimai. Why is that called Shelech? I'm moving it for a need. What's my need? To get this out of here to, to because I want to sit on my couch. So I'm moving I'm moving something because I need the space. That why is that not called Letsirah? So I'm going to say Rav Letsirah, Mekom Letsirah. You are calling Letsirah, not Tsairach. When it's tzarich m'kaymi ela marava let's read the Mishnah again. The Mishnah says kol akelam mital l'tzarich. When it's necessary, what does that mean? L'tzarich means davar shem lach to leheter. I have a cheer. so I can move it. Bein l'tzarich Kufoy bein l'tzarich m'kaymi. Whether I need it. To sit on, whether I need it to be moved because it's in the way, that is pr- that is permitted. What does shaloy le mean? That it's still mutter, even though it's shaloy le it's not necessary. That's ve'afilu mecham meaning I don't have any benefit from this right now. I want to save it. I'm saving the cheer from being out in the sun or being out in the rain, so I'm moving it to save the cheer, but I'm not getting any immediate uh, Shabbos benefit. There's no tzarech gufay, it's not coming to so that makes sense to be defined or identified as Shalai L'tzarech so according to Rava, Laterak means Davish Lakelaheter, Bin the Tarah Kufa, bein Tter Makame, and Shalitarah is the Afilu Michaam even uh, bringing it in from sun to shade. Now what that was talking about a chair. What about a hammer? So then, as we're comfortable with in Halacha, Latar Ku Later Makame in, yeah, you are allowed to move a hammer. Anything that's a keli, that's even if it's Malakta L Isr, you're let it move a Latarh Kufoy or Latarh Makamay. However, Michamalitzell, if you left your hammer outside, and it's going to rust. Loi, one cannot move it inside. What about Rabbi Nechemia Shita? He holds even something like a chair that's only mutlah tarakufa latarch mechamal in, but mechamal tzel loi. According to Rabbi Nechemia, you would not be able to move a chair from mechamal tzel. You could only move it ltsairach gufoy or So just, by the way, just an interesting halacha that comes out of here, comes out of this uh, opinion, we pass in like Ravah, that klisha uh, malachta leheter, something that is, malacha is leheter, like a chair, or the like, so those can be moved on Shabbos, but it has to be some type of benefit, meaning it has to either be tzarek gufoy, or even mechayimoy, let's say a person left his chair outside, you're allowed to bring it in because it's it's called mechayimoy. What about moving it for no apparent reason? Let's say a person, you know, a fidget spinner. I don't know. You're doing something because you're fidgeting. You're not really gaining anything from doing it. It's not saving the object. You're not using it for anything. Is that allowed? Many people play with a fork and knife on the shopper's table. So as we mentioned in yesterday's DAF, the the kalim that were typically used on a, on a normal basis, like your, for food or perhaps, you know, hanging up clothing, all those things... The, the Rishonim explained that those were never usser, because otherwise, we'll see in the next Gemara, when it talks about cleaning off the table, no one questioned how you got a spoon and a bowl on the table. The question is, what do you do with it afterwards? But there was no concern for that. So many things that they typically used would not be a problem anyway. So we call this kli of Eichlin, the Mishabur pastime, like this, anything that was done, that was used for food, like a fork, knife, a straw, whatever, those were never muksa. However, let's say something like a cheer, which is not kli uh, eichlin. However, it's a kli malachter lehetter, so it's only mutter to move it mechamal itself. Meaning, it has to be some benefit. What if I'm just nervous? Can I just push it around? I want to play with it, or you have a stender, you want to kick it. I don't know. You want to be busy with it. So, the simple reading of halacha on the surface, it would say that it's asr, because there's no. But you're not, you're not gaining anything from it. However, there's a tshuva in the... I think it's in the Bar I once heard Rabbi Rudinsky talk about this. So there's a tshuva in the Debre Sina Rav. I believe it's in his... Uh, in the say for Bar Saying that that itself is a tsarach. If someone... He calls it nervin. If someone has nervin, they're nervous. He's talking about, you know, shalashudis during the Rebbe's the drusha. That a person wants to play with the chair or the tablecloth. They get nervous. So... That would be mutter because he holds that that itself is called itself. That's helping you. That's called tzarek gufoi or whatever. It fits one of the categories. There's a very interesting uh, psak. So I figured I'll point it out. Okay. Hanina. So the following Amiram uh, were sitting together. de Khamri, and they said the following. according to Rabba, the way Rabba interpreted our Mishnah, that even a cheer, which is a kli, is only allowed to be moved. I'm sorry, according to Rabbah, which is the first opinion, is only allowed to be moved, <speaking in Hebrew> but is not allowed to be moved, but again, Rabba is the one that differentiates between Gufoy and Mechayimah. Am I moving it for its use, or am I moving it because uh, it's in the way? So he holds his only mutter, <speaking in Hebrew> how do you, our Ka'aris, which literally means our bowls, our plates, how do we move it on Shabbos? Meaning you you finished your cereal, you finished your soup. How are you gonna move the plate? It's muksa. So the Gemara says, "Amalehu rafsafer." Rafsafer responded, "He said, 'Mei graf The same way, a graf which is literally means a garbage can or a, or a bedpan. So you're allowed to move because it's disgusting. So we learn a chiddush from here that not only does disgusting mean that it's uh, you know to, uh, toilet bathroom you know issues." even if it's just not nice. That itself is called a grav shavri. So just by the way, I mentioned this in an earlier daf, that on my smicha test, the Rabbi Reisman gave me on Hecha Shabbos, so he asked me about, let's say you have a, uh, a child, goat gets into the cabinet, opens up a box of elbow noodles, you know, the really, really small ones, and it gets all over the floor in Shabbos. So elbow elbow macaroni, they are, they're they're muksa. It's not edible at that point. Maybe some people eat it, but you would assume that's muksa. So the question is, can you move it on Shabbos? So he, so the reference would be this Gemara that we see from here that even leftover food or dirty dishes, those are considered grap shavari, even if it's not, uh, you know, disgusting in the sense that it's bathroom, but something that people feel th- it doesn't look nice, it doesn't look nice to be on the table in your leftover soup bowl. That is much to move on Shabbos, even if you would hold that. Like Rabbi Nechemia, they're not allowed to move it typically, but a graf shor'i, even the worst case of muksa, you're allowed to move it if it's considered a graf shor'i. So again, that would probably be the answer for your pasta question, but um, we'll discuss that smicha test at different times. So I'm a a similar concept. L'mar but the Rabbi Nechemia, according to Ma Rab, so I'm a So Rava, you said according to Rabbi Nechemia, the same halacha that even a klishim makhlah can only be moved litzarech let's uh, How do you move the bowls? So am a lay our our He ready? Seb shot, a graph and you are allowed to move it. So This is gonna sound like yesterday's daf, so by as the following Kasha to Rava. Rava, you said that there's a heter, even a is so like a hammer, if it's on the table, if it's on my couch and I need its place, i am allowed to move it. Hold on a second. We had a mission on the bright side, this mortar, which you crushed garlic in it. There's garlic still in there. I say, you can move it because I'm using it for the garlic. I say, it's usser because it's muksa. Hold on. Why, why Why is it forbidden from being moved? What if I need the counter space? So, like Mario says, as we saw yesterday, We're talking about when you want to move it from the sun to the shade, you're moving it to protect the, the mortar. So, that's when we said. It cannot be moved. another uh, part of this price the price of Vishavan and maybe still agree concerning a pestle so that if you already finished chopping your meat on it, it can no longer be moved. So why not? Maybe I need the place. So you should see from there, not like Rava Rava said, I'm allowed to have to move something Litzarach because I need a place. Not true. So the This is also the same thing. Uh, you're moving it from Chama itself, from Sun to Shade, and that's why it's Aser. But if it was moved, it would be mutter. so you have no Kasha on Rava. V'hat ain't Sekder, but Bekas, you can't, Seimchen means to support the Kedera, the pot, with a Bekas, which is your, your shard of wood, that, you know, you would use as firewood, you have a leftover piece, so let's say your your uh, pot was tilting, or it wasn't, you know, it got banged up, and you need to support it, so you cannot use this wood, because the wood is mux, That seems like. Unless you want to prop open the door, you cannot use this piece of wood. Someone says, hold on a second, we're talking about Yantif here. A piece of wood on yontif, it's mutter to use it, you could you could you could uh, extend the fire if you have your if you have a pilot you could extend the fire and we can't uh we can't create a new fire that's that's the uh, that's creating on Yantif. we don't do that it's a but you could add it to an existing fire you can raise a flame so what's the problem on Yantif? it's like Mar has in my time uh, a different shot because Kevin, the Bishaba since on Shabbos a wood chip is davar who so the I'm sorry, I skipped the line. You see, even though it's a heter you're not allowed to move it. It seems like uh, this doesn't go with anyone. Not like Rabba, not like Rava. It's so like Mars says, no, hustle my time. What's shabin that brys it? Makes no sense. So they say it like this. Cave the Shabbos the wood ship would be a is sir. So make a Xyra. Don't use it on Yantif, because you might end up using it on Shabbos. Xera Yantif out to Shabbos. And if you want to tell me Shabbos Goofy I should in fact be allowed. To move this wood chip on shabbos I'm the same. I'm allowed to use, I'm allowed to move a hammer if it's in the way. I should be allowed to use or move this wood chip and use it to open a door. So, why not? That only works when it's a Kali, it's a hammer. So, it's a Kali, it functions, but a piece of wood or a rock, there's no Kaylee status to it. Heicha the is clear of law, you cannot move it on Shabbos. Okay, now the Gemara says, hold on. You told me the reason why these things are not allowed to move the Yantif. Is because on Shabbos there, Muksa, and if I allow you to use it on Yantif, you might use it on Shabbos. Oh my we don't make these Xeras from Yontif to Shabbos, but it's not what I Mishnah. So you have fruit that's on your roof, and you it's gonna get ruined if you leave it on your roof over Yantiv, so you're allowed to do this tircha, which is, you know, lowering down the fruits. Derech aruba, through a aruba, which, which means a skylight, you're allowed to do that. Avalei Shabbas. We cannot do it on Shabbos. So what do you see from here? That if I was... If we we typically make Xerus, that if I'm allowed to do it on Yantif, I might end up doing it on Shabbos, how could this Mishnah differentiate between Shabbos and Yantif? Someone says, hold on a second, is that true? There's no Xerus at all from Shabbos to Yantif to Shabbos, but within the Mishnah, ain't being Yantif to the Shabbos, a Seemingly, if it's directly uh, discussing for P- preparing food that's when we differentiate between shabbos and yontif however if it's not about food prep we do make gzairus of yontif at the shabbos even if yontif we might have considerations to be mako so we do make it seems like at this point of the gemara assumes we do make gzairus of yontif at the shabbos i'm right this like kasha it's not a kasha ha rabbi lazer the mishnah is like rabbi lazer vaha. Rabbi Yeshua. The second mission that we brought is like Rabbi Yeshua. And we're gonna see who holds what. Now what's the discussion here? The discussion is can I do Tircha? Can I go out of my way to save a few dollars? There's a concept of of saving money on Yantif and and, and it's also on the other hand there's a problem of Tircha. So do they allow me to lower the fruits from the roof? Which is Tircha on Yantif, Mishum Ibn Mamun, which is a loss of money. So Rabbi Yeshua. Uh, is the one that says it's mutter. However, Rabbi Lazar would have been machmer in that case. So let's see. Natan went to a and We had this a few days ago. Eisav of bar. You have an animal, and it's benoish. Her child fell into the bar on yontif. There's a problem here on yontif. You're allowed to shecht, but you cannot shecht. Eisav es a So I cannot shecht it both on yontif. Now, how do I pick it up? It's a uh, it's a tirchashalot So pick up the first one, and have in mind that you're going to shecht it, and then change your mind. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And, and in fact, I'm, I'm skipping ahead. And you should shacht it. Take the first one and shecht it. What about the second one? The second lamb that's stuck there? Mm-hmm. Send him a newspaper, send him a meal, and hopefully he'll survive, but make sure he doesn't die. Right? But you cannot pick up the second one. Pick up the first one and, yeah, don't end up shechting it. And then you do a harama, and you pick up the second one, meaning you look at the first one and you say, eh, this is not, uh, not strong enough, this is not uh, prime beef, and so you take the second one. So it's harama, because you don't really care. Now once they're, they've been both out of the pit, now you can decide which one you want to shecht. Okay, so you see from here that Abelezer is the one that's machmer, he doesn't allow tircha makam Hefsid, he doesn't allow you to do extra work makam Hefsid, and therefore... He holds its usher. However, Rabbi Yeshua is the one that's mechal. You'll have to pick up these sheep. and Maybe he would allow you. To, he's the one that holds you. You'll to lower the fruit from the rooftop through your window in order to save it on so Say, Marseillez, who says this is a good comparison? The, uh, maybe I can, kind of like, um, when did Rabbi Lazar say it's azer with the animals? Because I have another option. I could feed it. I could send it a meal, and hopefully, it'll survive. What if the meal is not going to help? It's going to. It's going to die. I am allowed. Maybe I am allowed to take it out. So maybe he does allow. Haram. Uh, he he does allow tircha, doing extra work, when there's no choice. Inami. We could say the other way i kind of come Rabbi Shu HaSam. in the case of the fruits and I'm sorry in the case of the pit with the animals the F because there I could do this trick. I pick up the first animal I look at it eh the lamb lamb chops are not gonna be so good. So I pick up the second one. I'll hear the loy but here there's no harama here. like maybe he would not be Mako so you do not have an answer. Papa says like Hasha ha be Shemai. The the missioner that says that any ain't being Shabbat Yontif the Shabbat is that's the sheet to be Shemai who hold that the only thing you're allowed to do on Yontif is literally oichon Things that are preparing food. And the other Mishnah, which says, no, there are many things that are Mutter and Yantif that would not be Mutter on Shabbos, that is the Sheet of Beisil, that's not what's in the Mishnah. Famous Mishnah, Beisame oimri Beisame Se, Emoit Sin as a as a Lolov, you know, to carry these things to your Shesrab, your child, a of Sevater, because these are not Yochon Nefesh, Obeisil Mater, Beisil, all this Mutter. And we'll see the Gemara in Perhaps this is, this invokes the rule of mitaych uh, shehutra, concept of carrying other things on yantif. The discussion of showering on yantif. So we'll get to all these halachas in Masechtos Beitzah. So perhaps. Be Shammai is the one that says ain't being Yontif for Shabbos but still holds, there is there is a, there are things that we allow on Yontif that we won't allow on Shabbos so the more says hold on a second ain't been Yontif when do you see Be Shammai differentiates between I'm um, sorry when do you see Be Shammai uh, uh, compares Yontif to Shabbos that's Heitzah that's regarding carrying something out but Tiltum shamalu. what he holds the same halachas of muksa apply on Yontif the same way they apply on Shabbos who told you that because one's the so one's the Rabbanu, maybe they can't compare it. So the says, hold on. But the gufela gufila haitzahu, and this leads into what we mentioned yesterday, that one of the reasons, the primary reason, perhaps, of the Isser of Tilta why the Chachamim make the Xera of Muksa is because of haitzah. So perhaps, if Beishamai is of the opinion that you cannot carry Anyantif unless it's actual food, so it makes sense, it would fit with their opinion, there's shita, that one cannot move things on There's the same muxa status given to items on the same way it is given on Shabbos. Okay. Now, v'af rav, Sarva l'hav de Rav also holds, like rava, there's the same thing. There's, when we talk about a keli, sh'malachta le'isser, and we say you're allowed to move it, l'tzar, that's including two things, l'tzarech gufai, and Litzarach McKoymoi, but not Micham Litzel. You can move it for its use to prop open a window. I need the couch, but not to save it from the rain. D'Amarav. Rav said, Mar, you're allowed to uh, sorry. What what if you have a mar? Mar means a hoe. So yeah, this a uh, farming tool. I want to move it ganev, that it doesn't get stolen. So zeu This is the s- same thing as mecham itself. You're saving it from the sun. So it's usser to do it with a Kali shemalach to because it's a farming tool. Taimo ganev. The only reason why it's usser is because I'm only doing it to save it, that it doesn't get stolen. Avel letzarech Let's say it was in the way. It was on my couch. I'm allowed to move it. The mercy rav. V'amar the story was Rav Kahana was by Rav and he said and Rav said to his his family bring this trap for Kahana to sit on now I guess it was like a rabbit trap or a raccoon trap something that, that you could sit on not a mouse trap so what do you see from here he's telling him to bring it here so that he could sit on it sounds like lava memory it means to tell say that that if you have something that's which is like a trap that only the of Gufay and the like why did they tell him bring the trap here so that someone could sit on it just say bring the move the trap so that there's more space here obviously there's a difference between using it itself versus creating more space so the says take the trap out of here because Rafkahana needs a place to sit, which is what we call let's mekaimai. If we other another terrace would be hasa Really, the you wanted to move the trap from chama sell That's what it looked like. It was very sunny outside, or it was raining and it was getting ruined. And Rav Kahana said, "I'm sorry." And Rav said that no, we're not moving it. To save it, removing it, because Rav Kahana wants to sit on it. There's, by the way, there is an interesting discussion in Nahorinim. Let's say a person has a Kaylee that's La sir and it's outside, you left your, your hammer in the rain, and you don't want it to get rusty, or you don't want it to get stolen. So what could you do? So the pricing discussed: can I find something to, to that I need a hammer for? I'll go find a nut or a coconut, I'll say, oh, I need a hammer, so now I'm, I, I'll go take my hammer from outside... In the rain and save it, so perhaps that would be mutter. It's a discussion in the uh in the, in the contemporary price okay? Rav Murray Barachel Havala He based Sad Beshimsha. So Murray Barachel, he had some uh felt pillows that were Beshimsha, they were in the sun, so Asla And he wants to know, can I bring it in? Amale Malatatalinu, can I move it inside? Amale Shari, it's mutter seemingly because it's a Kali Shemalachtai leheter. Pillows, you like to sleep on it on Shabbos, right? So no problem, you like to move with me mechamul itself. So Rav Mari said he didn't want, he didn't like this heter. is yeah, the I have other pillows. I don't need this one. So Rav said no You could give it to guests. You'll use it for something. So, he says no isli nami, la I have other pillows for my guests. So amoleh. Oh, you don't want to rely on my heter galis adaitach. You must hold like Raba that even a keli, uh, cannot be moved and therefore he was looking for a reason why he would actually need to use these pillows now and and he didn't have any reasons and that's why he wanted to be Machmer. So Raba told him, you're Machmer, you desire this? So then the kuliyama Shari, for everyone else, is mutter ledidach, asir, but for you, it will indeed be asir. So this brings up uh, a halachic point, we'll have this in the beginning of Misal, the Subas, that there's a concept of that if a person decides he's going to be machmer, like something, maybe as a den of a ned there or other lamdus there a person says, this is Asr this comes from in a woman says, she's an and she literally means it, so halacha is she's an ida, that even if Technically, she didn't bleed, but she said she's an ida. So, okay, don't try this at home. But uh, halacha, halacha is. She is an ida. You have a similar concept. Let's see, you have a sheikhet. He points at the lungs. He says, this is a sircha. It's a problem. Halacha is for him. Even if another beznim will come and say it's mutter, they could eat it, but for him, he said it's Usr. so it would in fact be considered Usr. So this invokes that concept, but if he's being machmer like rabba, so then everyone else is mutter, for you it's usur. Rabbi Abba, I'm Shel Mesa You have these um, you have these brooms that were made out of melsa, like cloth, and they were used to sweep the tables. They were mutter to move on Shabbos. But you're, uh, your, are Lulav-looking brooms made out of these palm, palm leaves. So those cannot be moved. Now, those, those are considered a cliche because they were they used to sweep the floors of ancient times. And that would be ussar to do on Shabbos. So today's brooms are not muksa. So all those men who do not like sweeping, that is not an excuse. You can find a different excuse, but you are indeed allowed to use a broom on Shabbos. Rabbi Lozor, i an afshel tomorrow. Even the you could you could in fact move the these brooms on Shabbos. So but my skin, what are we talking about? it's in the way. So Rav tomorrow So would Rav say that palm leaves cannot be moved that broom? What do you mean? Rav Rav holds like Rava. Rava holds a Mulak uh could still be moved the like a hammer. So it must be Elamichamalitza. We're talking about where you left it outside. It's gonna get ruined, it's gonna get wet, it's raining. So, Sliger says, "Wait, so Bhalimar Belazer Avshal Temara Belazer holds you are allowed to move it, even Shaltamara, where it's a klishimalach to the yisur." Sliger says, "No, Alamim Alam Mechamalotzel." Really, we're talking about Mechamalotzel. However, Vechin Ema Vechin Am Rabbelazer. He's saying Vechin Am Rabbelazer that Rabbelazer said he can move the the. Table brooms which are not which are called a klisha, laheter, those could be moved But he agrees that when you have the brooms that were used to sweep the floor, those in fact would be muksa next. The Mishnah says, call a kalem All kalim can be taken in Shabbos. Meaning, all kalim that are the kalim that are mutter, that are not muksa shivran their broken pieces, their fragments, nital iman, can be taken with them as well. Meaning, they are not muksa. So we'll see in the Gemara what exactly we're talking about here. They have to be able to do some type of Mein malacha like haba. so malacha, some type of malacha. So the Mishnah gives some examples. Shivray, areva, you have pieces of an areva, mixing bowl. So what what is what is the mein malacha It's usable. They could put it over a jar. You lost you know lost the cap of your peanut butter jar. Now you could take this thing. Shivrei is You have this broken piece of glass. You put it on top of a a jar. So you could use it for something. Rabbi Huda, a much stricter opinion, not only does it have to be usable for something, it has to be usable for its original melacha. For example, you have a piece of this mixing bowl, it has to be, you know, big enough or, or usable that you could, Put a little porridge into it so sometimes you go to like a schmorg, they have these like little uh i don't know these little bowls and they put a little bit of soup in it or maybe a dip or something i don't know with three little pieces of watermelon so you're using it So it's called and a piece of glass to put a little oil in it so that was the original use for your you know a jar for your oil so that would be Me'ein melachtan. So Amar of Yehuda Mershmol, machlikesh nishbu mer of Shabbos. This discussion in our Mishnah is when these things already broke on Friday, so Friday afternoon in your haste for Shabbos, you cracked something, and and before Shabbos came in, it was already broken. savar So Mar holds that no, only time it's mutters when it's it could still do its original melacha, but the other, but if it, it's only fitting to do other types of uses. It is muksa. Um, i know. Even if it could do any uh, any type of work, that would still be considered mukhan, and it's not muksa. But according to this shita of Rabbi Yudam if it broke on Shabbos, so everyone would agree that these things are not muksa. Why? Because since when Shabbos came in. That it was Avian, their father, which means that the actual Cayle was in existence. So it was Mukhan when Shabbos came in. So just because it broke, doesn't ruin its status of being prepared. But it has to be fitting for something, otherwise it's like a rock. But as long as you could do for, do it with you could use it for something, it is not muksa. So Mice Ravzutri, Rav Zutri has the following from a bride, so it says and So let's go back to Yantif mode. So a person is heating up his, uh, his fire on Yantif, and you need extra firewood. So it says you must it could take a uh kalim. I would assume it's a wooden Kaylee to help fuel your fire. We you can't use broken pieces of wood as your fire, as your fuel. So the says, "Hold on a second. When did these break?" you went to the store, to the gas station, you bought a bunch of wood chips for your fireplace. It's and it was regular wood chips. So what am I supposed to use for my firewood? It must have broke. We differentiate between full kalem and broken kalem So how could our the first jab at our ta- at our Mishnah? Say that it was discussing when it broke before Yantif, and if it broke on Yantiv itself, everyone agrees it's mutter. Here you see, if it broke on Yantif, uh, it doesn't work, you cannot use it. So the Gemara says, You're right, let's re- re- rewrite our Mishnah. I'm the Shabbos. is when they broke on Shabbos itself. The Tanakh holds, since it could be used for something. Mukhan is considered prepared when Shabbos came in. Omar, Sava, Savan, and the other mandamr holds Noilad, It's brand new, as we will we, we'll discuss this in the beginning of Beitzah. Beitzah shenol do There is a shita in then anything that wasn't in existence when Shabbos or Yontif came in is considered mukso. It's called Noilad. I will be erev Shabbos. What if the wood chip broke already? Erev Shabbos tivera komotaren. Hayel v'hochnu Since they are prepared. For malacha, while, you know, before Shabbos came in, it already broke. Everyone agrees that it's like wood chips at your local gas station for your fuel. That would be fine. We had a price that said like this. You could, you could use Kalem, but not Shiver Kalem. Can't use broken Kalem for your fuel. You could use anything. Uh, you know, wooden utensils, broken wooden utensils, all multiple times. And the third bryasa, Ema everything. So how are we going to reconcile all these three different bryases? the first price that says that you could use kalem but not shivri kalem. that's Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda holds of muksa, So therefore, you cannot use shivri kalem. One of the elements of muksa is Noilad. So this was, was not in existence before Yantuf came in. It cracked. However, if it's a full kaley, you could use it. Vittanya and uh, ha Rab Shimon, the one who says it's mutter to use kelim or shiver kelim that's Rab Shimon the less lay muksa he doesn't hold the muksa as we had before and HaRab the third sheet which says you cannot use any of it whether it's a, a full kelim or a broken kelim that's the opinion of Rabbi Nechemia who has the most strict opinion of muksa and he holds that you can only use a kelim for its typical intended use so even if you have an old wooden spoon and you figure no one's using it anymore I'll chuck it in the fire for firewood according to Rabbi Nechemia it's us, you don't let it use a for its intended use. To mix the soup, that's what you can use your wooden spoon for. Let's see, one more. Gemara, Amar of Nachman, Hani, You had these bricks that were deshtayah, they were left over from from this construction site. So, you could move it. So imagine you have a cinder block, you could move it. Why? People could sit on it. Since you could sit on it, so it's not considered a muksa. However, Shaginu, if they stack them up, you have your pile of bricks. So then vadai Aktsinu, they're definitely using it for construction, either for this construction site or they'll transport it to the next one. Once it's already arranged on a pallet or, you know, in a pile, so then it would be considered you know, muqtza uh, machmas chasar and probably, that is designated for construction use and a person would not be allowed to use it, to move it as a cinder block chair for his uh, Shabbos afternoon chill because at this point it is considered muksa. Okay, Merit tomorrow we will continue from here.